0: This is the Business Breakfast with Iwanda. Online trading, currency data, money transfers.
1: So, when there's a massive rally, we've got Jeff Halley. I mean, you were very cautious about this yesterday, and that cautiousness is still continuing, presumably.
0: Yeah, and I think we're seeing that reflected also in Asian markets as well. We've seen markets such as uh, Singapore, which is uh, very heavy in these legacy type industries and companies that uh, prevailed uh, overnight uh, in the US markets and in Europe, they've done very well today. But we're seeing uh, Japan, China, Australia, that they're giving up a lot of those early gains as US index futures uh, fell in aftermarket trading in Asia. I suspect that's more profit-taking rather than a change in sentiment, but I think it shows that investors at the moment, although they're happy to jump on, The trends uh, for short term gains, they have a very low pain threshold when that positioning starts to move against them even slightly.
1: It's all right getting the news, isn't it, of a vaccine, putting it into practice, of course, is very, very difficult. And we would be talking to somebody from uh, whose expertise is in public health um, late, later on in the programme. But from the market's point of view, I mean, again, you've urged a great deal of caution about this, haven't you?
0: Yes. I mean, it's not a magic panacea overnight, Admittedly, it is very good news. And I am expecting some of these other vaccine trials to start producing the stage three uh, data over the next month as well so I think we'll probably get some more of it fingers crossed but when you think about uh, the logistics of vaccinating a whole population I mean the UK has booked 10 million doses of this uh, of this uh, Pfizer vaccine that's a two-shot vaccine so actually it's five million inoculations if you like yeah so that's not the population of the United Kingdom so it'll have to be doled out to to whoever they choose to to get it but it's going to take time these things are going to take time there'll be logistic challenges so you know we're not out of the woods yet we are still dealing with a COVID-19 recession and we will be for some time.
1: And a, another note of caution about this rotation into um, what you've described as legacy stocks, haven't you? I mean, you know, like airlines and retail sectors and things like that, away from away from tech. I mean, that that makes sense maybe for a day, but soon people, I'm sure, will be looking at this and thinking, "Man, I'm not sure about this."
0: Well, when you look at some of the big tech stocks, I mean, they're wonderful businesses. They're very cash-generative. They're hugely profitable. They've done very well out of COVID-19, this whole working from home uh, trend. But they'll still continue to do very, very well after COVID-19. So I think the downside is limited uh, for those sorts of companies. They're still great companies. Um, And... Uh, We have to also remember that the central banks aren't going to unwind easing either. We're still going to have floods of 0% money slushing around keeping yields at zero. So that search for yield and investment gains will continue. So that will still be supportive for, for these tech industries as well. So from
1: what you're saying, it looks like equities are continuing, as far as one can see into the foreseeable future, continue to be a very good bet.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We live in a 0% world for our savings, uh, money, there's trillions of dollars in capital floating around looking for a home, looking for a yield for anything above zero. We've seen that evidence in the bond markets over the last year or so as well. So therefore, I think as long as so much money is looking for a home, uh, there's only a limited downside towards towards equity markets and, and, and indeed asset markets in general property residential property for example etc
1: etc take us through oil because that's that 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 took a beating didn't it really and i mean we, we can understand
0: why yeah look um actually it did take a beating initially yesterday but when that news came out oil absolutely flew into space so at one stage wti and brent were both up 10 percent. the immediate uh, assertion was that uh, vaccines equals people traveling again equals more planes in the air uh, more people moving around, more activity, therefore more consumption. So, both those contracts finished up about six and a half percent overnight. That logic itself is a little bit flawed again, simply because there's plenty of oil in the world, and uh, you know, this is not going to happen overnight. I can tell you that it takes a lot to get a plane out of storage, retrain the crews, and then yeah, get it sure. moving again for sale. Yeah. So, I, I think you know, we need to approach also the rally in oil. Uh, with some caution at these levels after such a a big move higher and let and give give us that reasoning around precious metals as well yeah, that one was quite emotional overnight uh and I, I, this one 's been quite hard for me to get my head around. I mean we saw nearly one hundred dollar per ounce drop in gold. But what we saw yesterday was uh, also a steepening of the u s yield curve, so u s interest rates in the longer ten is ten and thirty years they went up uh, that came higher uh, that lifted the dollar and that undermine gold, because gold gets, uh, gets 0% as a yield. So therefore, it's extremely sensitive to the yield differential with uh, US bond markets. And I think what happened is the market was already very, very long uh, because it had broken out on a technical basis on the top side. This news came out, and then we saw a mass culling of these long positionings. Notably, we saw things like Bitcoin. They didn't fall at all. So I don't think it was really a safe haven move.
1: And just before you go, I must put a slight pull on your afternoon by talking about something we've both chewed to bits over the past few weeks, which of course is Joe Biden and the US elections. He's got Five hasn't he? I, I don't know. I'm looking at them now. Sort of five things that I would say he needs to be thinking about: stimulus package, inequality, climate change, trade, and maybe the dismantling of big tech. I mean, that's a huge inbox, isn't it? What What do you think is What do you think is <clears throat> you think his overall thoughts are going to be as he gets gets his feet under the desk, or gets his putative feet under the desk?
0: Yeah, I think is one of his main priorities will be trying to get some sort of fiscal stimulus package across the line. Uh, I think that will now be extremely challenging. Uh, it was going to be with the Republican Senate anyway, but I think it's going to be almost impossible to get done uh, with this if the Senate makeup stays as it is now. Uh, if we start to see economic activity or vaccine hopes running around the world economy, uh, the, the, the Republicans will be very less inclined to sign up for that. So he needs to be managing COVID-19, which is still rampant in the United States and uh and and try and get this fiscal stimulus done. Both challenging um, and you can put those in a very bulging inbox.
1: Jeff Halley from Owanda Asia Pacific, thank you very much. Indeed. The business
0: breakfast on Jazz Affair with Owanda. Online trading currency data money transfers